Hey, this is Eric C. Rose with Songs for Worship. My mission for the Songs for Worship podcast is to promote excellent, Christ-centered music that draws our hearts into reverent worship. But that mission assumes that music is an important part of our worship. And so today, I want to talk about this question. Why do we sing in our worship? Why do we sing in the church? And is this a biblical practice? And I think we'll see that it is. And secondly, I'd like to share an arrangement of all creatures of our God and King and uh, dis- discuss the history of it and a little bit about the life of St. Francis of Assisi, who was an interesting person. So, first, why do we sing in worship? I want to give you four reasons here for why we should sing in worship. And the first reason is because we are commanded to sing in worship. When we sing in worship, we are being obedient to what Scripture tells us to do. Psalm 149.1 says, Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the godly. And Colossians 3.16 in the New Testament says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And there are many, many more scriptures that I could that I could mention that compel us to sing in our worship. Secondly, when we sing in the church, we are following a tradition. We're following the example set by biblical churches and the apostles. In a letter to the Ephesian church, we find in Ephesians 5, 19, I won't read it now, but the apostle Paul encourages singing with other believers. Thirdly, hymns and songs teach us. Music is wonderfully effective at cementing words and ideas in our heads and causing them to circulate over and over in our minds. When we sing together in worship, those hymns and songs we sing together teach and affirm the important truths of God's word. Which brings me to the final reason, which is singing together brings unity. Singing together helps unite us in proclaiming the truth. And I feel that, especially as leaders selecting music, we should keep this unifying aspect of music in mind and remember that many people are sensitive. We have diverse congregations in many cases, and we should choose music that draws our people together around the gospel through its music, not music that separates us. So let's talk a little bit about all creatures of our God and King. There's been a lot written on the life of St. Francis of Assisi. He was born in 1181, the son of a wealthy merchant, and he lived a lavish life. And as a young man, he, he set off to pursue fame and fortune in a war that was between Assisi and a neighboring city called Perugia. He didn't find fame and he didn't find fortune and actually ended up spending a year as a prisoner as a result of the war. But after he returned home, he he struggled in his relationship with his father, and eventually he took on a life of poverty. He began to preach, and he became a leader in the church, though initially without any official license or title from the Catholic Church. 
His following grew then throughout his life, and even today among Catholics, he's held in extremely high regard. He founded the Franciscan Orders of the Friars Minor, the Women's Order of St. Clair, and the Lay Third Order. Perhaps more than anything, St. Francis is known for encouraging his disciples to follow the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ and to walk in his footsteps. And during his life, which was a time of great corruption in the papacy, this teaching was, was a really important stand for the truth. Francis of Assisi wrote the text for All Creatures of Our God and King, which is also known as Canticle of the Sun and Song of All Creatures. He wrote it in the year 1225, just a year before his death. The text is based largely on Psalm 148. The English paraphrase of this text was written and published for a children's festival in England around the year 1910 by William Draper, who was a minister there in England. Since then, the hymn has appeared in most hymnals with a tune called Lasst uns erfrauen, which literally means, let's be happy. Let's listen to that now. Uh, this tune was harmonized by Rafe von Williams in 1905, and that's that's the arrangement with which I think we're all familiar. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Alleluia, alleluia, thou burning sun with golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam, oh, praise him. Oh, praise Him, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Thou rushing wind that art so strong, ye clouds that sail in heaven along, oh, praise Him, Alleluia, thou rising morning. Rejoice, ye lights of evening, find a voice. Oh, praise him, oh, praise him. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Thanks for listening to Songs for Worship. If you'd like to hear the entire hymn, you can find it on my YouTube channel. Just search for Eric C. Rose Music. Also, please subscribe to the podcast. I want to continue learning from these hymns and providing this resource. So if you appreciate the podcast, please leave a review, subscribe, and connect with me on Facebook or Twitter. Or you can just send me an email at eric.charles.rose at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless. God bless.